Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. This is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth, issues affecting the Latin community, and much more. Then every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community. Listen to Life as a Gringo on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I wanted it to be called Paloma Blanca. It was like a contestación to a song that my mom sang to me, Paloma Negra, at her last concert in Monterrey. I decided I want to redeem myself and re-record this song and fall back in love with this song because it started off with something so beautiful. My mom said, listen to Wind Beneath My Wings. When she dedicated me the song and there were times when we were fighting, I would go back to this song. It reminded me of the love that she had for me. Hello, guys. Welcome to this episode of Cheekies and Chill. I hope you all are having a really great week. I know that I am. I feel good. I feel hopeful. I feel excited for this year. And today's episode is going to focus on two songs that are really important to me. The first song is a song I launched my music career with. And I recently re-recorded the song and released a new video for it. And the second song I want to talk about is one my mom dedicated to me many years ago. So we have a lot to talk about. Let's get into this super personal episode of Cheekies and Chill. Okay, so I want to start with Paloma Blanca. If you've been with me since the beginning, this was my very first song. And it was released back in 2014. I recently re-recorded the song and redid the music video. Both the song and music video were released on December 9th in honor of my mother, of course, because that song was written thinking of her solely for her. Um, it was one of the first songs, if not the first song, actually, that I wrote. And just to be quite frank, it was the song that my career was kind of like launched. My music career was launched with this with this song, but it was... An accident. If you guys go back and, you know, read my book, Forgiveness, you'll see exactly how it happened. Uh, but it definitely was the first song I wrote. And it was like a contestación or like a response, should I say, to a song that my mom sang to me, Paloma Negra, at her last concert in Monterrey. So I just felt like it was fitting. I wanted it to be called Paloma Blanca because 
what represents someone graduating to the next life, to the eternal life, is is a white dove, which is why I wanted to name it Paloma Blanca. And because things happened the way they did with this particular song, I went into the studio not being ready in any way, especially emotionally. I was crying the entire time. It was one of my very first times being in a studio, in a professional studio. I had just started singing. My mom had just passed two years before. I had a really tough year, 2013. And I was kind of getting back and learning how to walk again, as weird as that sounds, in 2014. And I went into the studio. I was crying. I was drinking some tequila, I remember. And I just said, I'm going to record it. And I've done that a lot. I've learned to go now more than ever, go into the studio and just let it all out and then come back to it later. So the song was not ready. I was not ready. And anyway, vocally, mentally, emotionally, in any way was I ready for that song to be heard by the public. So um, I was dating someone uh, back then and he was very excited and very proud of me. And he has his own record label. He still has his own record label. And I think he just wanted to help me and, you know, show it off to the world. And he surprised me by putting it on the radio. Of course, I sent it to him because he's my partner. So when we received it, we were driving, I remember, and we had just received it like a week before, I want to say, and I had heard it and I was just like, oh, okay, there, I want to go back into the studio and make some changes. But I never had the chance to do that, you guys, because my boyfriend at the time surprised me. We were driving in the car and we were listening to the radio and all of a sudden they're like, y esta la canción de Chiqui Rivera, Paloma Blanca, escrita para su mamá. And I was just like, <gasps> and they played it on the radio. OMG. I just, I felt so bad because I was like mad that it was on the radio. But then I was like, oh my God, that's kind of cute. He wants to surprise me. But that's why I say that my career started like ass backwards. And I don't blame people because the song, again, I was not ready. I admit it. I was not vocally ready. It was my first time going into the studio. Now the way I record songs is is like so different, especially like it was just me trying something, you know what I mean? And, and seeing how I felt. And I was so uncomfortable. I remember being in the studio and to this day, sometimes you do still get uncomfortable with like listening to your own voice so like close, you know, like being on stage is different. Like you're on stage, there's like noise of the fans, there's like just the instruments, it's just so different. And when you're in the studio, it's just so personal, it's so in your ears, it's, it takes time to get used to. So now that I hear that song, the first and original version, I had the choice to go in and re-record the song and, and quote unquote fix it. But I chose not to because I said, well, F it, then people are going to criticize that because of course they criticized me and of course they're the first thing was oh my god she sings horrible and she's nothing like her mother and all this stuff and such a beautiful song with such a beautiful meaning turned into something so negative and for a long time let tenía resentimiento I was kind of like resentful with the song and I didn't want to hear it. And I was like, I don't want to hear it. I, and, and I don't want to see the music video because if I see the music video, I have to hear the song. And it just reminded me and brought me and took me back to that moment of just people just attacking me and criticizing me and not giving me the opportunity and thinking, dude, she just started singing. Her mom had 20 years plus under her belt. And what I tell people is like, listen to my moms and not only my mom, so many other artists, their first albums, their first songs, they sound nothing like 
what you listen to when you become a fan, when they become known. You know, everyone starts somewhere, but all eyes were on me and my life was under a magnifying glass because I was the daughter of this huge woman and legend. So I had a lot of pressure. So anyways, I didn't re-record the song. I just said, F it. We're just going to release it like that. I'll do the music video and I'm just going to roll with the punches the way I've always done. I grabbed the, the bull by the horns and I said, let's do this. Let's ride this wave. And so I did. And it took, I feel like, instead of being Jenny Rivera's daughter, that could possibly take you 10 steps forward in the process of becoming a singer. It literally took me 10 steps back. So I've, I feel that I've had to work harder than most because there's always that comparison and being in the shadow of my mom. And that's why I wanted to break down these two songs for you guys. And, and we're going to start with Paloma Blanca. And that's kind of like the background of Paloma Blanca and why I decided to re-record it especially on her 10th year anniversary, because I feel like it's taken me 10 years to really hold my own, to really love myself for who I am, to really genuinely accept myself for who I am and what I've grown to be. And I'm very proud of myself. And I don't know if you guys have ever, I'm sure you have on TikTok and stuff and, and has seen, have seen that like speech where Snoop Dogg is kind of like, oh, you know, I he's receiving an award. He's like, I want to thank myself. I want to thank my hard work. And I don't know what, I don't know, like word by word, but that's kind of how I feel. And, and it takes a lot to get to that point to say, I am fucking proud of myself. And looking back 10 years ago, when I lost my mom and how hard it was and how much crap people talked because there was just so much craziness and cheesemess. And it was just a hot ass mess to see that I'm here and that I've been able to accomplish what I have and that I can be an example and somewhat of an inspiration to other people. Like it makes me feel very proud. So I decided I want to redeem myself in some way and re-record this song and fall back in love with this song because it started off with something so beautiful. By the way, I wrote this song with her name is Claudia Brandt. She's a very famous composer. And I remember writing the song and how much I cried and how healing it was. And it was just her and I for about six hours in her home studio. And we sat on the floor and she was playing the guitar. And I was just expressing and writing things down. And, and, and in that time, I would write in English and try to translate it in Spanish, which is a lot harder. Now I've learned to write in Spanish songs. But it took so long because I was broken. I was broken. I was still kind of upset with my mom. But it was so healing to write this song. And so I wanted to basically redeem myself, give myself a gift as a daughter, as an artist, and also re-gift it to my mother. And I wanted to do it in mariachi because mariachi is what I'm loving right now. And yeah, I just wanted to just do something different. And I still have plans to re-record the song Banda, the original version, which would be Banda. And Johnny is like asking me for that. So I'll eventually do that. But I still love the original video of Paloma Blanca. It's it's a beautiful video. I put my heart and soul into that. I was one of the executive producers on that. So I, I love, I, now I've learned to love that song and, and listen to it and say, wow, the first version and say, I've grown so much. Okay, I'm proud of myself. And now I listen to this version, the new version and the video. And it just, in the video, you guys, it, it's me visiting my mom in heaven. It's me taking my mom's serenata to heaven. That's why it's, I'm in white and my mariachi is there and it's just like a night with my mom 
and telling her everything that I feel. And, and it was just beautiful to just say, I'm redoing this. It's the beginning of a new start for me. That's kind of how I, I feel like this song and what this song is for me in my career and my life. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me sharing memories, and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the My Cultura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you haven't heard the song, I want to kind of break down uh, the lyrics for you guys. And it basically says, No sabes cuánto te extraño, más allá de las heridas, meaning, yes, I was very hurt. You kind of left a mess. And I was very upset with you. Um, all 2013, you guys, I was very upset with my mom. I, I was confused as, like, of course I miss her, but I was just carrying this big fucking bag of bricks of just pain. It was so hard. So it's like, no matter what, I miss you. Mucho más allá de las heridas. Hoy que me falta tu risa, desde una estrella me cuida. So every time I see the stars, 
I feel like it's her. She's shining light upon me, upon my life. And it's like, all I have to do is look up and I, and I, I know she's there. You know what I mean? And she's guiding me. And I feel like she has been guiding me. Like she's never left my side ever, you know, and it's been 10 years and I feel her more and more. Like I want to say this past year, I felt her more than ever. Uh, quisiera darte un abrazo, recuperar la confianza. Basically, I mean, I wasn't able to give my mom a hug or speak to her the last two months of her life. And we were como, you know, we were just, we were so close. We were peanut butter and jelly. We were, you know, we were just so close. And I, that's what I think I missed the most those last two months was just like, dude, how did we go from being so close, from being your right arm to just completely being deleted from your life? And it's just like, I want to be able to now, she's in the eternal world, to still be able to fight for our relationship and, and recuperar esa confianza que teníamos, you know? Y aunque ya no nos dio tiempo, sé que tu alma descansa. And that's what gives me peace, basically. is It gives me peace that... Yes, we didn't have time to do that in real life, but it gives me peace to know that you are not in pain, that you are not hurt, that you are in a much better place. And that's what gives me tranquilidad, you know, to know she's not suffering because this world and this life could be tough. Ah, you guys, this is like going back. <laughs> Anyways, um, eh, vuela alto, vuela libre, vuela mi paloma blanca. Basically, I'm saying it's okay. I forgive you. I miss you, but be free. Be happy. Que aunque ya no, no estés aquí, yo viviré bajo tu sala. So, this part is very important. Even though you're not here, she dedicated me a song, which we're going to get into, Wind Beneath My Wings. It's a song that she dedicated me a long time ago. And I got that, this line from that song. So basically, she would say that I was the wind beneath her wings, that she could fly because of my support. And I said in the song in Paloma Blanca that even though she's not here physically anymore, I will continue forever and ever to be the wind beneath her wings and take care of my siblings and have her back even though she's not here. That was the promise that I made to her the day that I found out that she was not coming home. And that line was very important to me and, and I'll tell you guys a little bit later why you'll, you'll, you'll understand when you know I break down the lyrics of Wind Beneath My Wings <sighs> but anyways uh, tenía tanto que decirte pero tú no me dejaste voy a arrancar el dolor con el amor que me enseñaste because I did have a lot to tell her there was a lot of evidence that I wanted to show her that I still have actually I just saw it the other day <sighs> and I wanted to show her and I really thought I was going to have the time and to show her, look, mom, like, this is the truth. This is my truth. And she didn't let me and I knew what she needed was time because it wasn't the first time that she had stopped talking to me. My mom's lessons, and I've told you guys this here on Chiggies and Chill, were very, very hard and tough lessons. But a child like myself needed that. Now I thank her. Now I understand why. But she didn't let me, and I tried countless ways, you guys, to speak to her, to try to get a hold of her, and she didn't let me, but I was waiting patiently, and obviously, time ran out, and, and God called her. God took her home, so I said, I am going to rip out all of this pain in my heart that I was carrying around all of 2013, 
and remember the good times and remember that she was a good mom and understand why everything happened the way it happened. It took me a long time. Now I'm like, oh my God, God is so good. He knew exactly what he was doing and how he was doing it because imagine if my mom and I had been as close as we were when she had passed, I would have not been able to be strong for my siblings. I had two months in the healing process, in the grieving process before everyone else. And I was able to stand strong for Johnny, who was 11 years old, and Jenica, who was 15, and my other siblings who, yes, had children and Jackie was married, but they needed their older sister to tell them it's going to be okay. And I think the only way and the only reason I was able to do that was because I had two months before everyone else to kind of simulate that. I was like, okay, she's not here. I have to live my life without my mom. And that's something my therapist told me two weeks before she passed. And it just kind of helped me. But I said, you know what? She taught me a lot of love and I have to trade all this pain and all this resentment with the love that she taught me for my siblings, for her legacy, for her honor, for her memory. So that's what that means. And here's a big part too. Pude haberme equivocado, pero nunca fue para tanto. Está fuera de este mundo traicionar a quien más amo. And that, you guys, is like, it's crazy to think that it would even cross your mind or you would allow people to put all this negativity in your, in your mind knowing you know your daughter, you know how much I love you, you know how much I respect you. Not only that, I was so afraid of her. I never wanted to disappoint her. I was afraid of her kicking my ass because it didn't matter how old I was. My mom would slap the shit out of you if she had to, you know what I mean? So I was honestly, I had a lot of respect for her and what was being said around there and was completely false. And I would never do that to her and, and I would never betray the most important person in my life. So it was very important for me to put that in the song. The next part is, Voy a rezar en tu nombre. Voy a pedir que descanses. Siento que tu alma me escucha, así que hagamos las paces. So basically what I'm saying here is, let's be friends. Let's be homies. I forgive you. And I know that I wasn't the perfect daughter, so please forgive me. And let's just, let's make this work. Even though you're not here physically, like, I want to have a good relationship. I want to be a good daughter and I need your guidance. And I know you hear me. I know you hear me. I feel you. And I have you guys. She has helped me so much. My mom has helped me so much. It's crazy. If I were to tell you guys things that have happened when I feel her and how I know that she's still working her magic in heaven and how even till this day she's putting things together and she's making things work. Like I have a card that she gave me on my last birthday that we spent together. And she says, I will not rest until I see all of my children accomplished. And I know my mom is still doing her thing. So I had to forgive and let her know I forgive you. And I ask you for forgiveness. If I ever did anything to offend you, let's just move forward and let's be good. So, so that's that. And then it goes back into the chorus again. And it's basically, Vuela libre, vuela alto mi paloma blanca. And, and that's how I feel. And that's why it was so important for me. Such an important and beautiful song. And I'm so proud of this song and these lyrics and the meaning behind it that I felt the need to re-record it, to show my growth vocally in every way, really. And in the video, in a way, just 
go visit my mom in heaven. And and I think it it worked out beautifully. And I didn't want to promote this song. You know, like usually like there's like a marketing strategy before. And I didn't want to do that because it wasn't about me like taking advantage. And that's one thing for me. It's like, I know it's December 9th, but that's like the perfect time because this song is for my mom. And I know some people would be like, oh my God, she's launching a new song, but it's not a new song. It's just, and I don't even care to be honest. What people like if they don't if you don't get it if you don't understand why I did it then it's just like you don't deserve to be in my life anyways but I thought December 9th is perfect it's been 10 years since she passed and that's what felt right in my heart and that's why I launched it that morning I didn't want to do like this whole marketing situation I didn't want to do any promo I just wanted to be with my family that day focus on my team and celebrate a very successful day because we also had like my team thrive party that day and you know, and celebrate her. And that's what I did. I just left it there and it'll be a part of this new album that's coming. So yeah, you guys, that is the breakdown of Paloma Blanca and and why I decided to re-record it and redid it. And it's not like trying to erase the first one because I can't regret anything that has happened in my life or I can't regret anything that I've done because it's taught me and it's made me grow and mature and learn so much about myself about life I'm just saying hey listen to me now look at me now you know what I mean like I'm in a different place emotionally I'm no longer angry I'm no longer sad I have peace in my heart and I want to be able to express it through this song that was meant to be so beautiful that maybe the external world and toxic people wanted to tarnish and possibly did for a little bit, but I washed it all away and I redid it. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tuda Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you get your podcast. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, I want to get into Wind Beneath My Wings, okay? It's a song in English. It is a song that is by Bette Midler. My mom dedicated this song to me, and she put it in. And my mom would always write us cards for Valentine's Day, for our birthdays, for Easter. I have a bunch of cards. My mom was very detallista in that way. And in one of the cards, she said, listen to Wind Beneath My Wings. I dedicate that song to you. I must have been, I don't know, like my early 20s. My relationship with my mom was, it was beautiful, but it was very tough sometimes. We were just so close in age, 15 years apart. We were like sisters. We were like best friends. And then we were just like, sometimes we were at each other's throat because of the kids and it was just a lot. It was just, it was her and I, you know, doing things. And sometimes I felt like she didn't love me. <laughs> sometimes I felt like she resents me or because I was very hard on her. You know what I mean? And I felt like that a lot. So when she dedicated me this song and there were times when we were fighting, I would go back to this song and it would make me feel better. It reminded me of the love that she had for me that sometimes I think was it was hard for her to show me because she had to give me that tough love so that I could be strong enough without her even knowing obviously but like to be able to withstand her absence so I feel like my whole life she was preparing me for the moment of her not being here so anyways on December 9th I was doing my meditation I was praying and thanking God for her life. And of course I was crying and I said, you know what? I need to listen to Wind Beneath My Wings because I have this picture on my window shield. I, I, a picture of her and I, one of my favorite pictures of her and I, and it's in a butterfly. So I was looking at her picture as I was praying and I was like, oh my God, I need to listen to Wind Beneath My Wings. Like I felt it in my soul. I, had, I hadn't heard that song in a long time and it's crazy because I had wrote my mom's post I couldn't sleep that night I was up until like four in the morning tossing and turning and that's when I wrote my post for December 9th I wrote it like at one something it was actually the time that she would have been flying 10 years before you know um when when the you know when the plane came down and I couldn't sleep so anyways that song came to my mind and and that morning I was crying and I was like I gotta listen to this song Anyways, so the song is, it must have been cold there in my shadow to never have sunlight on your face. You were content to let me shine. That's your way. You always walked a step behind. 
And for a long time, I didn't realize that's what it was. But I really felt it in 2013 and 2014, like after she had passed, like it was just like, I was like in her shadow. You know what I mean? Like people weren't wanting to see me for me. They were just comparing me. And growing up, as I was listening to that song in the morning, I was remembering, you know what I mean? Like I was happy being in my mom's shadow. I was happy being behind the cameras and helping her build her empire and helping her with the kids and putting a smile on my face to make sure she was okay. Like she was my absolute everything, you guys. Like I would stop anything and everything that I was doing. I remember being with an ex-boyfriend and he would get upset because my mom would call me and we would be on our way to a date and I would be like, oh no, we got to cancel. Like my mom needs me. And it would really frustrate him. But it was like, no, my mom needs me. And that's what that tells me. Like, it must have been cold there in my shadow to never have sunlight on your face. It was like, no one really saw me, but I was okay with that. You know what I mean? Up until 2013, where I was like, hey guys, like I also exist. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let me, give me the opportunity sort of thing, you know? And I always did walk a step behind her and I was okay with that. So the next part is, so I was the one with all the glory while you were the one with all the strength. A beautiful face without a name for so long. A beautiful smile to hide the pain. Guys, I don't, I don't know if this is going to be pretty hard. But I didn't realize how much I needed this song that day on December 9th. Because I feel so much better than I have the past nine years. That I was like, okay, I'm healing. I'm healing. Like, I'm going to be fine. I want to celebrate her life this year. I don't want to be sad this year. And I wasn't sad. I was a little bit sad in the morning. But, like, it was, like, her reminding me of all, like, it was, like, just, I don't even know how to explain it. It sounds crazy. But it was just, like, her gift from heaven to me on that morning. Like, it's going to be fine. Like, I'm here. Like, it just put everything into perspective for me. And this is a part, you guys, she would tell me this all the time. Did you ever know that you were my hero and everything I would like to be? And I think this is where a lot of our issues lied. Because she told me you are my hero. Plenty of times. And it was because I was always very strong and I felt that I had to be strong because that's what she had taught me. Like, you're the oldest. You have to be the example. Sometimes I was even strong for her, sometimes I felt like I was the mom. And sometimes she would tell me, you just think you're so perfect because I always try to do things right to like really honestly like get her approval. I always wanted her to be happy with me. I always wanted her to accept me, to not be upset with me. So I wanted to always walk in a straight line. And when she did something that was out of line or that I didn't agree with, I would tell her. And that's when she would tell me like, you think you're just so perfect. And that's where it hits me. It's like, you know, I remember her telling me, you're my hero. I wish I could be a little bit more like you, but I'm not. I'll never forget she told me that once. And I think it had to do with her, I think, pouring a beer on a lady at one of her concerts that had thrown a beer on her on stage. I think it was in Mexico. And it was everywhere. And when she came home after the weekend, they were talking about it and kind of like her and her team laughing and 
I didn't laugh. I stayed quiet. And of course she noticed. And she's like, what's wrong with you? And I said, nothing. I just don't think it's funny. She's like, well, why? And I, she's like, she threw, you know, a beer can at me. You know, I'm not going to let anyone do that to me. And I said, I get that. I said, but you're an artist and you should have let the authorities or the security handle it. I was like, I don't agree with you pouring a beer on her head, you know? And she's like, well, I'm sorry. I haven't learned to turn the other cheek. And I'll never forget. She's like, I wish I could be more like you, but I'm not. I am who I am. And I'll never forget because I felt bad. And now that I'm on stage and if someone were to throw a beer at me, I don't know how I would react. I'd probably flip them off or something. I don't know. But now I have more compassion. But, you know, there's those conversations that just really touch my heart. Anyways, okay. So the next part of the song... I can fly higher than an eagle, for you are the wind beneath my wings. It might have appeared to go unnoticed, but I've got it all here in my heart. I want you to know I know the truth. Of course I know it. I would be nothing without you. Sorry, guys. I'm so, like, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> sorry. I've gotten so much hate from people and them talking crap and saying so many things. I wish that I could just say the truth about so many things and I can't and I won't because I don't want to go backwards. I'm trying to go forward in my life, but just to read these lyrics and to have that gift that she left me this song and listen to it, it just like helps me so much. And she would always tell me, I am everything that I am because you stayed home with your brothers and sisters and you let me work. And I don't regret it, not one bit. For a long time, maybe for about two years after her passing, or a little bit like when we stopped talking in 2012, I was like, what the hell did I do with my life? I have dedicated my entire life to my mom. I didn't go to college. I didn't really work outside of my mom's enterprise that I felt like now I'm left with nothing. Now I don't know what to do with my life. And it was very hard, which is why therapy was so important for me. Because I was so angry. I was like, how in the hell did I not go to school? How did I get myself in this position to just be able to be take everything taken away from me because she's upset and I never ever wanted to give anyone else the power to do that to me, which is why the people that have been following me, my boss bees, since we started Boss B Nation in 2014, I started giving scholarships out because I wanted people and I want to inspire people to go to school, to learn a trait, something that no one can ever take from you. And I wanted to be able to contribute to that, which is why I, I want to start giving out more scholarships because that's how I felt. Half of 2012, all of 2013, I felt like, dude, I will never let anybody put me in this position but I feel like that was the last lesson my mom taught me that I have to go out and find and do my own and I've done it and I know she's so proud of me because now everything that I have I have earned and it feels good to know that I have earned this and that this house that I was able to buy myself was because of my hard work and it feels so good and that's what she taught me it was a hard fucking lesson but that's why I always say, if you can learn a trait, if you can go to school, it doesn't have to be this fancy university. Like, just learn something that is yours because knowledge is power. No one can ever take that from you. 
so yes that was that and she would always tell me that you know I am everything that I am and your mama is who she is and she's working hard to be able to leave you guys a platform so that you guys can make something of yourselves and I thank you chickies for being there and taking care of your brothers and sisters so anyways you guys you guys need to go listen to the song when beneath my wings by uh bet midler and i wanted to share it with you guys i wanted to just open up my heart and let you guys know especially my boss bees that have been with me since day one about paloma blanca and and explain to you guys the why behind it and it just kind of turned into also sharing this very personal song that my mom dedicated to me and that I feel like she had me listen to again on December 9th on her 10th year anniversary for a good reason. And it just gave me that strength again to just be able to walk through this life with confidence and know that she's with me and to know that I'm on the right path and that she's proud of me. I have been through some stuff, but I am also here to show you guys that if you learn the lessons that you're meant to learn in those moments of darkness, you will definitely like see the light. And that's kind of how I feel like these past 10 years without my mom were tough. A lot of turbulence, a lot of adversity and obstacles that I had to face and I had to overcome and I am proud of myself and I know she's proud of me I fucking know she's proud of me like I feel it in my bones and it was just confirmation this song so anyways those are the two songs if you guys haven't heard the new version of Paloma Blanca it is available now on all digital platforms and the new uh, video is also available on my uh, Vivo channel on chiquisonline.com and listen to this song, but Wind Beneath My Wings. It's a beautiful song. And I want to do this more often. There's another song by Jack Johnson that maybe I'll do on another episode um, that I dedicate to her. And I feel like it's her and I talking to each other. Maybe we'll do this, breaking down lyrics, because there's a lot of songs out there, you guys, that I feel like people don't maybe hear them like I do. And I get so much out of movies. Like, I feel like there's a message behind every movie and like behind songs so I just like I want to be able to show you guys and I don't know let you into my mind when it comes to things like that like for instance even Avatar I watched Avatar oh my gosh it was so beautiful oh if you guys haven't watched Avatar go watch it all right guys well thank you so much for listening this is my safe place and I love to share it with you guys so I appreciate it I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your week and before we end this episode I have a motivational quote that I feel is from my mom to me. Here it is. At the moment, I see that beautiful smile on your face. I feel the pride of being your mother. I want you to succeed in everything you set your mind to, to go further in life than I could ever have dreamed, and to never forget that you will always be my baby girl. I love you now, and I will love you for all eternity. I just feel like it's from her. I don't know. You guys, thank you again. I'll catch you on the next episode of Chiquis and Chill. Besitos. Do you need advice on love, relationships, health, imas? I'm so excited to share with you that my Chiquis and Chill podcast will have an extra episode drop each week. 
I'll be answering all your questions. Just leave me a voice message con todas tus preguntas y yo te las voy a contestar personalmente. All you have to do is go to speakpipe.com slash cheekies and chill podcast and record your questions. I can't wait to hear from you. This is a production of iHeartRadio and the My Cultura Podcast Network. Follow us on Instagram at My Cultura Podcast and follow me, Chiquis, that's C-H-I-Q-U-I-S. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast and check us out on YouTube. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar 20 españolcom Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb, available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you.